0: hello and welcome back to episode 27 of the epic epoch podcast once again here with me in the studio uh, studio hello this is dread <laughs> and i'm back from vacation was that right. vacation or just path of exile no it was vacation where was what like were you doing actual vacation. i i feel like i uh, haven't talked to you in a bit what, what's been what's been going on in your life uh, i just uh after all the multiplayer
1: stuff i was like kind of like tired so I just took a vacation because I was able to, thankfully. And uh, it was great. I played some PoE and I spent a lot of time with a girlfriend, stuff like that. Uh, we had an unfortunate loss in the family as well, which is partly why I
0: took a uh, a vacation as well. But that's all fine and dandy now. So. I'm sorry to hear that. That's not exactly the no. tone that I was expecting. I didn't know that was going on, but yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. No, it's okay oh shoot yeah so, it's it's really it to be honest <laughs> <laughs> well, i hear you um I, I knew that you were playing a lot of path of exile so i wanted to like start on that but well yeah, well while, while we were coming up with like what we we're going to talk about today like what we we're going to touch base on we actually had some new information come out <laughs> for last epoch it's only like 30 or 40 seconds long but like it's still pretty good right oh, oh. The, the trailer is great i just i just don't
1: like it whenever uh they they make a trailer that has no nothing in it
0: like oh it's, no it's a it's teasers. a teaser it's got it's got like updated oh, visual it teezers. has raya in it yeah. we know that raya yeah. is like an important character in the lore yeah i know it's just like for me i'm i'm spoiled so i
1: actually <laughs> wanted to see something <laughs> tell me
0: have you have you read and maybe i shouldn't have done this but it's good content have you read the the uh the reddit thread of the uh of the teaser that came out today there there are some opinions in there oh are you talking about like
1: oh i mean like see the thing is is unlike some people i'm not like really angry about the teasers i'm just more like just more like i'm
0: just spoiled i just want more you know there are there (laughs) are people out there who are like who who share who share your well, frustration that it doesn't have like actual content in it? Well, no, but these, these I, people are out of their minds.
1: Actual out of their mind. Only my only frustration was. So what happened was today I needed to go to the bank to get quarters so I could do laundry. And I had to take the bus today. And what happened was it was like five minutes before I walked out to the bus station it was like right out there. Right. And I get a notification in my discord channel it's news it's like this weird trailer from last epoch i'm like oh shoot i'm like i click on it i'm like oh no i'm gonna have to actually watch this and i'm like well all right well looks like we're missing that bus so i ended up having to walk there and back instead to to get my quarters (laughs) but it was well worth it for that 40 seconds of content
0: was it? <laughs> There's no content. Nothing happened.
1: Alright, so oh, the visuals look okay. great. Oh, I like honest, I like the, the Raye new... bird. I
0: like the manifest armor. The... No, that's not a bird. It's a dragon. It's a it, dragon. It's Raye. Raye is literally a bird. No, that's
1: not Raye. You don't that's think that's a... Raye? No, that's a mini No, that's like a mini boss or whatever. Or a rare. It's literally a dragon that has feathers that's like that has like a rider on top of it. Like Rhymer, Rhymer can uh Reimer can confirm that for me. Yeah, it's literally like a dragon with a guy on top of his back. And then he had, like, the manifest armor kind of, like, enemy as well. Those are enemies in the new campaign, uh, Act 10, I'm going to assume. That mm. is uh, what we're getting.
0: Mm.
1: Mm. I'm not sure. Yeah, So that is, that is definitely not
0: right. First of all, canonically, dragons don't have feathers, do they? Isn't that like a wyvern or something? I mean, we also thought that dinosaurs didn't have feathers <laughs> either, so...
1: <laughs> that would be a small riot and weird with a dude on top. There was, dude on top. To there was a dude on top. I need to go watch this
0: again. I didn't know there there's a dude on top of see? the Dragon.
1: <laughs> all right. right,
0: all right, my bad. I thought it was though. Well, in didn't any case,
1: it, like three times in a row.
0: Like, I watched it one time and I didn't see any gameplay, so I figured that I knew what was going on. Oh, but no, uh, there, there's some angry people on uh, on social media and Reddit that are just like, I want my teasers to tease me more well it's like another
1: thing that like i was a little like annoyed about just a little bit and this isn't their fault uh it's just like so all right so this requires a little bit of context recently i uh i took up a part-time job i am editing for a friend of ours um Editing for his YouTube because, you know, I got to have something to do while I wait for Ellie patches, you know. Uh, so I've been editing for Baylor, right? Baylor Mage, cool. a friend of ours. Uh, he plays some LE sometimes. So mainly he does POE content. And uh, he's going to be playing Diablo 4. So, yeah. And then I was also planning on playing the Torchlight Infinite, like, global launch in, like, four days. So, I'm going to have, like, the busiest next month of my life. Because, like, not only am I going to have to do the the Torchlight stuff, then I'm going to have to swap over into Ellie mode for, like, a week or so, or two weeks. And then, then I get to edit a bunch of Diablo 4 videos and stuff like that. You get to, like, oh, baby. Oh, yeah. And, like, <laughs> I was like, oh, the timing is terrible, but it was just out of the blue. But, you know what, I'll take it because it's better than having to wait another year and a half. So I, I'm good. I, did, did, you, did you, did you see that time.
0: last epoch intentionally, uh, put their release of 091 mm. one oh, week I before know. Diablo four?
1: Oh yeah, I know. Conscious I mean, decision. I like it. Oh, yeah. I, I'm fine with it too. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm fine with it. I, my only problem with that specifically is depending on the scope of the patch, right? Like, so like is it only gonna be like a week's worth of content? Like it's just gonna be the new act and a few little things, right? If it is, like they could have just waited in theory but at the same time it's like up to them obviously right but depending on the size of the patch but we we haven't really gotten any info on any of this yet so yeah so we
0: we don't we know nothing so far we we actually don't even know if this is chapter 10 but i i expect that it is as well i
1: I mean let's let's be real it's chapter 10 Mm -hmm. like we were supposed to get chapter 10 and point nine but they had to postpone it so like Mm -hmm. it's it's obvious that's chapter 10 with all the the fire stuff, the rye stuff and all that. It looks very pretty. Oh,
0: fun. sorry, it's not rye, it's actually a dragon with a dude well, riding okay, on his back. Okay. So, we technically dude rye right mm-hmm. Yeah, completely different. So, oh, it sounds like the developers yeah, It sounds like the developers put this patch a week before the Diablo 4 uh launch mm-hmm. because they wanted it to be like the waiting room for Diablo 4. It's well, like, you it, know, people it, are waiting for the game, they got something to do. Yeah. It's it's the way to go about it. My My thing is, I'm
1: hoping, so I don't know if you've gotten tired of this as well, but some of the prettiest parts and best parts of LE right now in terms of just the animations and the enemy designs and all that, all of that is locked behind content that people almost never do anymore, including me. And if you don't know what we're talking, what I'm talking about, I'm talking about how, like, you can do monoliths very early on in progression, and you don't have to actually finish the whole campaign right now, currently, to get everything you need, other than, like, you know, the one to all attributes, but shut up, who cares, except if you drop a red ring. Now, like, so, what I'm hoping, and this is just copium, right, Uh, if... Essentially, uh, I'm hoping that they put, if, the, you know, the factions come in this patch, that they put the access to the factions in, like, Act 10, so that we have an excuse to actually go through Chapter 9, you know?
0: So we can I, I, I hear you. I, first of all, there's zero chance that we're getting the factions. I, I just,
1: uh, yeah. I, I just don't like how we have all of these extra campaign, like, all of this extra stuff. And, like, no reason to actually do it, you know? Yeah, so it, it I, be, I,
0: I expect... Yeah. So we're going to have 12 chapters, ultimately. We have 9 chapters right now. So the yeah. the side quests that we currently have... I think they're going to be, like, stretched out more. So, like, they'll be, yeah. they'll be less dense in the beginning of the game... And, like, more stretched out over the remaining chapters. So to get 15 out of 15 skill points... And 8 out of 8 for your idle slots... You'll have to, you know... Progress all the way through chapter 10 and a half, maybe 11 in order to get everything you need, but like still choosing to do whichever quest you want to do. So I, I think that's going to be it. But... No trading item factions this patch? Yeah, exactly. Um, so it'll, it'll be it'll be 1.0. No, one, 1.0 is going to be... One, 1.0 is apparently the end of this calendar year, but it's also going to have all the uh, the, three oh classes, the three remaining classes, the three remaining masteries, and the trade no factions.
1: No wonder you guys put it a week before Diablo 4. <laughs>
0: but uh yeah I would I would like to see access to the factions or access to some of the endgame mechanics locked behind a, you know an NPC that you talk to in chapter 10 or like somebody that you talk to in chapter 9 so that there's another reason to go over there cuz like like you've said yeah. chapter 9 is beautiful and like I don't really do chapter 9 I do it like once on a character cuz I like it in the other dudes so I have played hundreds upon
1: hundreds of characters at this point and I've only ever done it
0: twice. I think that's an absolute crime. When you talk to a new player, like well, I guess when I would talk to a new player, it's like, yeah, you can skip the campaign, you can do this meta thing, you can progress the same way that I progress. But you really should do Chapter Nine, like you've said. It's beautiful. It's like the voice yeah. acting's good, the characters are good. There's there's cool but stories, sadly, and like mini storylines an
1: RPG, and you have to force us to have fun.
0: <laughs> but Chapter Nine is awesome so i'm hoping that you know chapter 10 is the same kind of thing so speaking of things that should have been released in 0.9 but weren't we have one more thing which is particularly interesting to me hopefully to you as well the latter is probably coming back mm-hmm. which is very exciting because it, emboli- it might mean that we have some weekend races coming up yeah yeah it's just the timings all kind of. Boring. For you, it sounds like terrible timing. For me, it sounds well, awesome. I know.
1: It's just like, yeah. Because I know a lot of people that would be focusing on the latter. Mm-hmm. I know that are serious are definitely not going to be focusing on that. They're going to be focusing on Diablo 4.
0: That's fine. A lizard.
1: And it's kind of sad, but we'll just have to wait for the next uh, season for that.
0: I, yeah. I am. I'm a-okay with that. Uh, yeah it's one it's one thing that I'm kind of looking forward story. to is so like you you mentioned chapter nine a second ago and like chapter mm-hmm. nine like even even the rework chapter one at this point with the new monsters that have introduced in uh, sorry introduced when chapter nine was first put into the game the new monster types and particularly when they showed up in <laughs> arena massacred people they were like, they were pretty overtuned, and crystal elementals mean? one you shot you off screen. What do you mean they used to? They still do. What you well, crystal elementals this? don't spawn in arena anymore. Well, yeah, but <laughs> all the other ones still do. Yeah, they, they deal a lot of damage, <laughs> um and then like the new monsters that they added into the game, which are intentionally overtuned, we've been told for the um for the early game in chapter one, they spawn in arena as well. So like yeah. when we have new monsters, when we have you know. The, the the chapter ten content coming our way in about a month from now or less than a month from now, uh, that's gonna show up in your monoliths and that's gonna show up in uh in your arena pushes as well for the new arena races. I'm, We're gonna die, I'm, dude. I'm like, I'm a little sad about that because,
1: sadly, right now you can still do the, the reroll cheese where you reroll the mono so that you get like a better better mob density layout or whatever and if the mobs end up being dangerous again like they were it's probably going to be the meta and i don't like being on stream and pressing t whenever i see an act nine mob you do that well not 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 like most the time it depends, like, mainly the objective. Like, if I get, like, a triple diamond matron one, I, I'm just out of there. I just, I would
0: rather just go eat nails for breakfast. Is, is that because they're scary, or is that because they're so fast and they run away from you?
1: Uh, p- Multiple reasons, specifically that one, but it's just not time efficient. The amount of time it would take me to go and chase them down and kill them is about the same amount of time as if I press T left the mono and then
0: re-rolled the mobs so right. maybe is it is it like the time efficiency of chasing them because like the dangerous monsters i don't oh. mind having dangerous monsters
1: well i don't mind them either it's just like the the thing is is like if we're getting down to the the beta, quote-unquote mm-hmm. right if you let the player skip the content to go faster. If there's one thing that, that
0: ARPG gamers hate, yeah, it's and playing the game. Sadly, I I do. <laughs> I mean,
1: well, the thing is, is like, like what well, what would you rather do, Perry? Would you rather fight three Diamond Matrons, or would you rather go and kill one Spire? You know, like
0: it's. I'd, obvious, I'd rather fight three Diamond. Matrons. You're asking the wrong person. I, I love I mean, killing Diamond yeah, Matrons. Like, also also the, is, also, like, the idea of so, like leaving know, a monolith uh, because the other one might have a chance of being less tedious i'll just put up with it
1: well it it depends it's specifically i do it when like i'm trying to push corruption right Mm -hmm. like when you're pushing corruption you do do that 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 is
0: something you do because i can see doing that like you know five six seven hundred corruption oh no
1: i clicked void enemies deal 300 percent increased damage looks like i get to sit in a loading screen for a bit until i wait till i get like a non-void enemy mono right that's so boring don't don't do that to yourself well this is this is the thing though perry even if i didn't do it Mm -hmm. and you didn't do
0: Mm -hmm, it mm -hmm. right
1: there will be people that do it and these are the people that we would essentially
0: be competing with
1: so you'd be you'd be looking for
0: monster generation to just like work in a more consistent way instead of totally reroll all the monsters
1: yeah i that's like the thing is like if you're going to give us a tool to abuse we're going to abuse it so i hear you mm-hmm. sadly okay. it's kind of like you have to baby proof the house essentially
0: because like it's just how it is people are just going to do that right mm-hmm. i yeah. if if the baby can open the oven that's the only thing she will do is open the oven yes mm-hmm. first-hand experience i've learned that all of a sudden cool yeah
1: <laughs> yeah it's 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 sad but it's true it's like you have to you have to think of like that because like like i said me and you we might not do that right Mm -hmm. but
0: the the people who don't care they're gonna do that so you have to always think of that first i hear you so we we're figuring that on may 25th we're probably getting like chapter Mm -hmm. 10 we're not getting trade stuff we're probably getting the ladder back, so we'll probably have like, some can weekend we get races residences. going on. I, I,
1: I like the meme, can I make a residence with you?
0: And I, I want to do it. What on <laughs> earth does that mean? The residence. Oh, you know the thing like... Oh, res- I thought you said now. residence. <sighs> like you want to buy a house with me or something?
1: Speaking about residences, though, I'm really hoping that when they do this, that it takes like maybe a day of play or something like that. Because if they do, if they don't do it right... If we get resonances first we're going to end up with like a t a small tft situation Mm. where we have little trading servers like oh yeah i have this really strong 3lp drill course i think i think the devs are well aware of
0: that situation so i i want to i want to make sure yeah i want to make sure that people know what we're talking about with the resonance thing because like that hasn't come up in conversation for a while now so resonances would be like resonance it is a like an item slash connection that you have with another player they talked about it in the trade manifesto when they talked about like the new trade factions that are gonna be coming out in 1.0. And it seems like the kind of thing that helps you like I can trade with Dread, even though Dread's currently sleeping, and I normally play with him all the time. And I, you know, I play with him eight hours a day, but he's currently sleeping, and I just dropped an item for him. So it helps to bridge the gap for people who yeah. you know want to be able to trade with someone that they oftentimes play with. And I totally agree with you. I think Resonances would be an excellent early addition to Last Epoch before the 1.0 patch. Yeah, totally.
1: It would make me actually want to play with other people Mm because I'll be honest, like we got this multiplayer patch and all and it's all fun and dandy and people have been enjoying it, but I haven't really been like too enthralled with the actual multiplayer gameplay, mainly because like as soon as it came out, they kind of removed a lot of the fun stuff that we were going to do with it. Oh, what was like that? Specifically the support Necro stuff. Like that was the one build you wanted to play. To sure. Oh, I mean, well, we played support where like that's pretty self-explanatory. And then we played support Paladin, which is just playing the normal Paladin. Right. And it, it feels like as though we kind of been playing multiplayer, but not really. Right. It's been kind of like, yeah it's it's kind of like oh yeah and it's like yeah, don't get me wrong it would be fun it's fun to play with other people but at the same time it's like it would be nice to have that option of being able to actually go a step further per se because i i don't know about you but i, I actually enjoy the the kind of aura bot plus carry gameplay that like Wee has i know a lot of other people don't like it but i prefer that i i'm usually not going to party up with someone else just because i want to party up with someone else right it's mm-hmm. just going to be I, I if i'm going to be partying with someone i want to do it as for a
0: reason not right? not just two dudes killing monsters together but like your party yeah. like you should well, have roles in the, the party.
1: resonances would change that because you would have to do that now my problem is is like if i want this if i want mr uh if i want mr uh flint uh, yeah flint uh three lp draw cores and i'm gonna trade him like i don't know like a stick right i'm gonna have to like play with his very bad shaman build for like three days just so i can get the stick right I mean, just the drill cores, so I don't know how that's gonna go because it's gonna kind of be a little annoying in that regard. But like I said, uh, as long as they all come out at the same time, like if you get like the 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 trade factions plus the residences, this won't be a problem because you just mm-hmm. trade, right? But if we get the residents early, I could see that being becoming a thing for a little bit. It'd be funny.
0: The the memes would be glorious. <laughs> Making resonance with somebody yes hey man you resonate with me yeah all right <sighs> so we talked a little bit about uh the new information that we got like it's it's a cool trailer it's got good visuals i like it mm-hmm. but it doesn't really give us any information so maybe next week or the week after that we'll, we'll have the, like
1: the new mobs look cool i like the
0: i like, I like the cool mobs. good
1: yeah
0: <laughs> Like, Listen. It, wrong, just means, I, it just means it just means for me like design. new
1: visuals. Like it means I love most of the mob design, like the visual mob design in Last Epoch. I love all that. I agree. I just yeah. don't like how certain ones are have insane base stats versus the rest. That's 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 a problem. But like I, I like I like seeing Diamond Matrons. I think their animations are cool. It's just my problem is is like when I see sixty. Like we've we've talked about this to death at this mm-hmm. point. So I'm not going to continue, but.
0: But you know what's like, funny you actually <laughs> mentioned something a while ago and i forgot to make the joke about it but you're saying like all that? the best animations all the best things in last epoch are locked behind content that no one ever does or no one wants to see like when you get, how, do, like, I, time and make <laughs> how do you feel about <laughs> spears right now spears because this, well, this is a joke that keeps coming up oh, and like spears oh, have are you really about good animations
1: block? oh yeah so all right so they're slowly fixing them. Okay, they're slowly getting around to this. I, I can see them attempting to fix the problems that we currently have with like, oh, I I have these cool item, like this cool two handed mace, and I have no reason to use it. Oh, I have this t- cool exalted spear and I have no reason to use it. They're slowly fixing that with like, you know, like the Rive node, the double tuned mm-hmm. node, stuff like that. They're they're slowly getting around to that and I appreciate that. I I appreciate you guys on that. Like they're slowly fixing that and I like it. I'm just I'm just more surprised that like they added all this extra like uh, weapons expert stuff but they just don't have the like polearm stuff in
0: the there's way, there's no know? spear but, stuff like yeah. one-handed maces. like yeah, doom stars like, are cool but like, who like uses lunge Lunge lunch requires it uh there is one particular
1: reason to use a doom star and it is when you're playing do wield warpath fizz crit and uh you want the 50% fizz pen with while well, wielding, wielding a mace it's just fizz crit warpath is in the worst state it's ever been so you just don't play that build huh. right now but yeah maybe one day <laughs> well it's because they l- locked all the more damage modifiers behind fire and void conversions mm-hmm. yeah it, they forgot that physical damage exists but it's kind of okay. weird rive, isn't VK, it rive vk came back and made a made physical damage back on top i
0: I just want rive to have void conversion on it
1: oh yeah i know but at the same time i like i i appreciate the fact that there's a reason to go fizz so let me
0: (laughs) let me tell you one of my frustrations right now which is adjacent to what we're currently talking about and you tell me how is it with uh with path of exile okay because like you've been playing a lot of Path of Exile Mm. these days on your vacation so one of the frustrations that i have in last epoch is like reasons to use base types and reasons to use weapon types. So, like, spears come up in conversation a lot, like one-handed maces, two-handed maces. Like, why am I using these items if there's not a good base type, like if there's no weapon-specific synergy? I look at things like Blade Dancer, and, like, you want a dagger, so you can use umbral blades. Maybe you want dual-wield swords, so you can have glancing blows. Maybe you look at, like, a sentinel build, and, like, you're oftentimes using a shield, but you want to use axes and swords so that you get the extra attack speed in the base sentinel skill tree. And those are the kinds of things that make me want to really use a weapon type. Like katanas have crit multi on them. Odachis exist. Like, why would I use a like a trident which has 10 extra base damage and 10 extra crit multi over an Odachi? But like an Odachi's faster and it has sword synergies although all over the place. So that's that's one of my frustrations in last epoch right now. How does that line up with like what you're doing in Path of Exile? It's like, is that a problem that oh. other action
1: RPGs have? I mean, in PUE specifically, it, it's not as bad because each specific base type has their own, like, synergies and reason to use it. But they also have items and base types that are, like, a lot stronger than the rest and have unique affixes instead of just being a stat stick. So, like, for instance... uh. Normally you would not use a maze in Path of Exile most of the time but there is a specific base called a boom mace that is a heist specific uh base right essentially it it's implicit just allows you to trigger um it's like a boom or something like that it's like it's it's like a a skill that you can socket with stuff and like it's like a shockwave except in the maze and there's it's something like that and that gives you a reason to use it. There have been people that have used it, right? Like for instance in like that static strike shockwave strength stacking thing that uh string is playing. He used that thing. And like stuff like that. Like there there are reasons to do it. Right. There are reasons to use these bases and there's also strong unique items to using these bases as well. Like for instance Judicator is a very strong item and the fact that it's on a spear is a downside.
0: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: You know, but Judicator is
0: so, so strong that you just use it. It reminds like, me of the uh, of the items and the base types that were introduced. I, I think it was introduced in like 083, but I have to they, go back and take a like, look at it when.
1: So they should just be more niche. Like they should just... And like, so uh, the way LE is doing it is they're doing it backwards, right? They're making every item generic and then making... The differences in the skill trees. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, you know, uh, a spear and a sword is the same, but you can only use a spear with like Surf and Strike, or you can, uh, you know, if you use a spear while using Lunge, right, you get an extra Javelin proc, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You're doing it the other way around, and I think that's the problem is when you do it the other way around, instead of making the you, the weapons "quote unquote" unique and like special, you make the skill special. It makes the weapons lose all of their inherent value, and it becomes a stat stick fest, which it essentially is, right? Like,
0: like I, I look at a spear and I think of like, can I use this for Holy Trail Javelin, or am I going to actually play Multi Strike someday? And those are the only builds that come to mind why would you play multi-strike with that multi-strike technically can use a spear because a spear has extra melee attack range i'm one of the only skills that use a melee attack um, range is a spear or sorry it's multi-strike See,
1: they can lean into that like for instance i equip a spear on like my, my puncture build and my puncture actually reaches a far length right now, like twice as far. Happen, That'd be sick. But it should be like, yeah, it should be significantly farther to the uh-huh. point where you could feel it. And I'm hoping one day they actually look back and do that kind of stuff. But they kind of like, like I said, they kind of have done it the other way around. We're like, no, we want you to, we want the skills to be
0: why you use certain base types. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of Warpath, there, and know this says like you get base why, yes, grip using a yeah. sword, you know, yeah. this penetration for this. Right? Go ahead. Yeah, exactly.
1: And then and like I said, it becomes a stat stick fest. How many stats can I get? It's not a oh, I want to use a spear because it makes me actually do something different or mm-hmm. something like that, right? Uh yeah. And like for instance, uh Pee like we're gonna bring that up again mm-hmm. since you brought it up. Uh usually there's a big big discussion on well back in the day, I don't know if it's like this anymore, right? But, like, there was a big thing between axes and swords. Swords were crit and accuracy-based. They required a lot of investment. Axes, they had a lot of flat damage to make up for the fact that they didn't have that crit and all that. And they really synergized really well with a resolute technique on the left side of the tree, right? Because all of their nodes weren't crit-based. So, in the early game, you'd go axes... And then you'd swap to swords when you felt like you could invest into crit we don't really have that kind of nuance in Ellie right now mm-hmm. we just have a I put on sword I get base crit kind of thing or mm-hmm. I put on spear or yada 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 and that's like now with the way they could fix this is by making more interesting unique items since because Ellie has are, special, are you saying
0: unique items are you saying more yeah, interesting
1: base types oh no just unique items because, gotcha like the thing is is like those are bases.
0: Because, because of
1: lp sure because of lp right like for instance like imagine if a bludgeon had like i don't know like 40 percent more area on it wouldn't that make it a lot more usable and way well, more interesting, more interesting
0: yeah yeah like
1: like and now i'd actually want to use a mace in my build it, stuff like that right but it just has these rinky deep modifiers it's like oh yeah i could just get that everywhere else i don't need it stuff like that that's why we use these items because you know uh, I like freedom of choice, where each weapon has its own buffs. But the problem is, there is no freedom of choice. You never use a spear. You never use a mace. So one of the, <laughs> one of the things that I wanted to mention a
0: second ago, uh, it I think it was like 083, 084. They introduced like a whole bunch of new base types for various weapons, mm-hmm. and one of them was a the one-handed a, a one-handed mace, and it mm-hmm. was uh, I think it's like a rune hammer, is the um, name of it. Oh, yeah. And it's, plus, it's one got skill, plus one and lightning skills. Plus one lightning skills. Like when they tease that, it's like, damn, like this is plus levels on the implicit oh. of a maze. That's awesome. But then you forget you're playing. No Mass one's ever button. used it.
1: Well, so the thing is, is like you, you think of that, right? You look at that maze, you like, oh my God. Holy crap. That's Christ! a big deal. That's insane. And then wait, wait. No, we're playing Ellie. We're not playing PoE. That, that sucks.
0: Like, <laughs> plus, plus one is not inherently strong because it depends on having additional modifiers you can pick up like having a mace it, like the opportunity cost is using a katana or so using something that has higher base damage or crit multi or synergy with your particular skill and like yeah. you, you could use it for a throwing attack but then you're not using something with base crit on it you could use it for an ailment but like an ailment lightning plus levels uh, you're getting pretty niche and then again you're using a mace which just like doesn't have good synergies as opposed to something like an axe or sword also, or so
1: um so one of the problems as well Is It's just a numbers game versus quality of life. So, like, for instance, when it comes to, like, maces and swords and stuff, they essentially have the same balance when it comes to stats, right? So, for instance, maces have more flat damage at the same percentage that swords have more attack speed. They do the same amount of DPS. They just have different numbers. But the problem is we're playing a very slow game in comparison to other ARPGs. That means that every single advantage you can get in terms of action speed, specifically, is highly sought after. Why do you think everyone uses swords and daggers and all of those stuff, right? It, and why we use two-handed swords versus stuff like that, right? It's because you don't want to feel sluggish, right? At all. Like, you don't want to feel sluggish like at all so having higher base attack rate but being you know having dealing just a little bit less damage isn't that big of a deal in the grand scheme of things you know it's like i'd rather just be able to actually make my character do things i want it instead of having it being locked in animations all day multi-strike you know like you know like i, I actually you're the guy the out here
0: playing character. leviathan carver smelter's wrath come on i well, see you
1: yeah but th- there's a difference though you're completely <laughs> ignoring the bit ba- you're completely ignoring the base attacks oh though.
0: okay my mistake
1: yeah I, yeah that's that's the whole point of that is you ignore the base attack speed
0: mm. but yeah leviathan carver tempest strike incoming Ooh. <laughs> can't wait See, I, I like the
1: Leviathan Carver because it's unique. That that's a, that's that's a good way of making a weapon, where you I wish I wish, it, I wish it were a stronger you weapon. I wish go. it had Ohm, Yeah. No, it is a strong weapon, Perry. It's it is so it, slow. If, huh? if you want to go, if you want to do fizz crit rive, it is one of the biggest, hardest hitting weapons you could possibly put when you get LP on it. Like versus all the other LP bases, it is the biggest, fattest stick. Because you get the double increased damage in the flat. Yes, uh-huh. but you don't have to go fast if you one-shot the enemy, right? <laughs> it's like, it's like if you one-shot the Diamond Matron from 100 to 0, do you really have to be a little bit faster? You get so much attack speed on Sentinel. It's not a big deal. But yeah, it's like... But that that's actually interesting. Like, what they did with the Leviathan Carver is interesting. Because, like, it just actually has something going for it sure it's slow but that's the whole point is to mm-hmm. ignore that and abuse it and that's the fun of arpgs is finding stuff like that right like for instance when i played a physical damage over time shock wave uh earthquake and i was using leviathan carver on it i felt so smart Cause I said, oh yeah, the aftershocks like they don't care about the attack speed, and I'm attacking slow with earthquake anyways, right? I'm getting all this extra flat damage for free, cool, and I don't have to worry about the base crit because I'm doing dot damage. It's great. It's like that 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 felt cool. Like that that's 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 what I want in my ARPG is variety and make me feel like as a, I'm smart for doing things. So but then feel- when you look at something like Bludgeon, it's just like oh.
0: <laughs> what's this what's this brigade against bludgeon that you have all of a sudden
1: well i i, I just stats feel like on it it's, a, it's fine it, i feel like it's a missed opportunity because that's like the thing with like le is i have a much higher standard for uniques for them because of the fact that we have the lp system i would prefer that like that would because that's one of the most interesting things about Ellie is the uniques and stuff is because you can do whatever you want with them. So if they're interesting, like like for instance, I don't want I don't want items to just be stat sticks. I want them to be interesting, right? Like for instance, this Trident of the Last Abyss, right? Specifically, I'm looking at it right now, right? It has oh, a bunch is this? Of stats. Is that the, uh, the the Abyssal void one? The, okay, ad. sure. The, yeah, like this one. This one's interesting, like. The hundred percent chance to cast Epistle Echoes on melee kill, but uh, what people like you got to think of it like I'm not slapping flat onto this. Mm-hmm. I'm taking I'm taking the stats I want, like the melee attack speed, melee flat, and all that, or whatever, and I'm slapping this base on top of it mm-hmm. right i'm slapping these new modifiers right like oh i do i want this like on kill that'd be great although they could lower the cooldown maybe a little bit but you know that that would be great or maybe make it so that on boss hit you could get it too And mm-hmm. that, actually that spear would be amazing by the way uh boss or rare hit please but yeah like that's like the thing is like when the item is interesting and actually have stats on it that aren't capable of getting it any anywhere else right that mm-hmm. actually makes the system function
0: properly so what's what's a unique item in last epoch that you do like then
1: oh uh like something that you that you dispenses? want to include
0: in builds or something that really stands out to you
1: oh just in general sure oh uh i'm just scrolling
0: down the. List yeah as, as, as you scroll i'll talking. talk it's like we've been doing these build contests recently we did something with rot mind which is like kinda generic. It's got like poison damage, poison spell damage for damage over time spells. And then it's also got like plus one on it. So like you can use that with LP. We did a uh, contest with Firestarter's Torch as soon as it got bug fixed. So like getting more damage was kind of interesting because it has you know low uh, spell damage values on it. It's got slow, low melee damage values on it. So a lot of people ended up going ignite and like that was a cool workaround. And it was fun to try to figure out how to take advantage of this thing Especially with like the constraints of, you know, can you really get something with two or three LP on it? Like most people did, but then you also need to, you know, land the right modifiers on it. But oh, sure, I go ahead. It out. What do you got? I figured it out.
1: Uh, Ghostmaker, I think, is probably one of the best design uniques they've ever made ever in the history of Lance Epoch.
0: I totally disagree, I mean, but you tell me why. What do you mean disagree? I totally, di- I don't like it. Okay, alright. Let me let me explain. You, that. you tell me why and then I'll tell you yeah.
1: why. So, the ghostmaker, if you don't know chat, it is a unique rune dagger that has a bunch of flat necrotic damage over time for spells, flat, right? It has a chance to summon a cast summon wraith when you or your wraiths kill an enemy. So, either you kill stuff and you summon wraiths, or your wraiths kill stuff to recycle your wraiths. Then chance to cast Infernal Shade when you or your wraiths kill an enemy, right? So when you kill something with Infernal Shade, you'll recast Infernal Shade. Or when your wraith kill something, it'll cast Infernal Shade, right? So re- recycle itself. And then, of course, the more Infernal Shade damage per active wraith against bosses and rare enemies. And then the increased area of Infernal Shade and uh, and then, of course, of your summon melee wraiths attack, which is very important for a melee build because uh, area is really good um, for melee build, for melee minion builds, because it makes them feel like less poo. It's great. Now, the reason I like this dagger so much specifically is because when I look at that, there are like instantly two ideas I have. And then there are plenty of more things. Like, for instance, I was thinking about putting it on a Necrotic dot lich, and then specking Infernal Shade off my bar so that whenever I kill stuff with, like, my Wandering Spirits or whatever, right, I propagate extra Infernal Shades to kill trash, right? Because that's it's the point of it, right? And you also get Ward on Kill, too, which is really cool, especially as a Necromancer. Um, and the reason I like the unique so much is there's so many different things that makes me think of and makes me want to try and do like, there's so many things I still want to do with this dagger. And I think it's like one of the best designed items I've seen now, obviously uh, should infernal shade get a 400% more damage modifier to make it actually viable on, you know, bosses and stuff. No, no, it's, it's base damage should be buffed. And then it shouldn't need that much more damage, right? Obviously, that's that's ridiculous. There's an insane amount of more damage to add on to it to make it work, right? But Necro can't do it. Well, we don't care about that. You only need <laughs> one. Why would you need
0: two? Right, here's, here's my here's my counter question then. Can you use this thing without specking into Wraiths or Infernal Shade?
1: Yes, because it's a fat chonker of a, of a freaking weapon.
0: So it's so got for, damage over time. It's got necrotic damage for damage so over time spells. You have two choices now. Tell me about when this, because this part of the question is much more interesting to yeah.
1: me. When you're playing a necrotic damage over time lich, this is a better option sometimes than marinas because as a lich, you have plenty of percentage increased damage. This is what you're mainly getting out of marinas, right? But it, this the Ghostmaker has 20 more flat than a marina's does, uh, well, 26 more flat mm-hmm. because marinas it has 80, right? This a 60 plus 20 or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I think let me go look again just to make sure so I'm not spouting nonsense here. But yeah, marinas lost soul, it gives you 25 on top of 66, so it's like I think it's like it's like 90. And then you get the increased spell damage and the increased cast speed. So you get and yeah, you, you get like, cast
0: it, speed, spell and damage. Then you ignore
1: the rest of it, and it has the downside of the reduced health, right? Now, Ghostmaker doesn't have that downside, and it has more flat on it, which is important because flat is what's going to stop you. It's not going to be increased damage on a lich, right? Let's be real. Mm-hmm. And on an Necrotic Dot lich, I would probably. Rather do that. Also, as well, Ghostmaker. I don't. I don't know if you've checked at all, but uh, it, it's gonna be easier to get an LP Ghostmaker than an LP Marinas. You know, <laughs> it's it's gonna be a little bit easier just in general okay but yeah like so if you're playing crit lish you use marinas and you're playing dot lich use ghost maker and like i said it gives you that option of being able to spec into infernal shade for even more clear because i'm pretty sure infernal shade doesn't have to be on your um bar for that
0: okay but yeah like like ghost like Ghostmaker's is a sick sick item like they, they did a good job so the reason that i don't like it it just mentions skill names too often Like, I don't like that it says, like, Infernal Shade, Infernal Shade, Wraith, Wraith, Wraith.
1: It does it in an interesting way that makes you not only... Because I I get what you mean, because, like, you look at a different item, right? Like, Jokor's Blasting Knife, right? I hate Jokor's Blasting Knife. Mm -hmm. But unlike Jokor's, there's only one build when I think of Jokor's, right? Mm -hmm. But I think of three to four builds with Ghostmaker. Okay. Because you have Infernal Shade Necromancer, which is a build and it works. Uh-huh. And it's actually pretty good. You just play Necromancer, use Dread Shade as a cur- curse to deal more damage, yada, 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 and you summon wraiths to just give yourself more damage on single target, right? And you just play an Infernal Shade build, and it is competitive with Lich in terms of clear and all that. Okay. Obviously not taking this, because you don't get an extra life for no reason, right? Uh, And then you have melee wraiths, because as your melee wraiths go around, they will put infernal shades on themselves which automates some of the process of playing uh, the offhand which is Scorn, Mm -hmm. right? So you get all the benefits and you don't have to like spam infernal shade while clearing because they do it for you, right? Uh, So that's cool, that's great and dandy Um, it's like a lot of free damage and all that, That's that's its own build, or if you wanted to, for some reason, I don't know why you would, uh, but you could play it on ranged wraiths as well, but I don't, I don't think you'd do that. But And then when I think of Necrotic Dotledge, right, I get like an LP one of these fuckers, right? I, I would use it on that. I would use it on Necrotic Dotledge because I could spec in Infernal Shade and improve my clear, because then what that means is because infernal shade has insane clear let's be real but the single target's terrible but you can just play single target wandering spirits and then go around and tap the wandering spirits button and as it kills stuff it will propagate infernal shades which just kill the rest right Uh, because if you don't know one of the best things about the item is you know how like infernal shade is fire damage and that doesn't mesh well with necrotic damage and all because that it puts okay
0: there you go and see that's but interesting get, it's, it's mm-hmm.
1: it makes it and necrotic is okay okay and you get 20 at the top of lich and that's enough to clear right and all of that combined like just lets you. There's so many things you can do with it. Like the fact that you can proc Infernal Shades on kill. I think we need more stuff like this because it's not like a. I need to do more big dick DPS. It's like I need to improve my clear. Oh mm-hmm. look, Ghostmaker is Like like Ghostmaker is an interesting option versus like Marinas. The fact that it even makes me think about it versus Marinas is insane
0: because Marinas is you know, insane. Is an insane item, right? Right. <laughs> so I've, I was playing this uh this Rive character recently. And I tried doing physical damage. Or sorry, I tried doing void damage with an Apathy's moss, switch over to Fizz, because then you get to take advantage of the Fizz Penetration Node in Rive. And it got me wanting the Rive conversion to exist because it doesn't currently exist in Rive. It's got like, oh, no. it's got, it's it's got a unique. point, it's got a, it's got a place where it should be there, but like it's gonna it just like, isn't there. And they said that, yes. So exactly like you've said, EHG says like we intend to have a unique item at some point where it'll introduce a void tag onto Rive man I just uh, really hope it's a weapon like I don't know I on a good weapon yeah, I hope it's not I'm a weapon I hope it's that. like gloves or boots or a relic or a helmet or something just oh, like no,
1: it's so gonna be a weapon it's, it's
0: totally gonna weapon. be a weapon and I'm already disappointed about it <laughs> it's like well, I just let me let me gear my own character cool like don't make like all your one- decisions one- for me
1: it'd be cool if it was like a one-handed weapon or something like
0: and that and not two-hander so I can't do the two the cool two-handed node
1: yeah, but then they would be two different builds right instead of getting the double damage you get all the echo stuff for free
0: mm-hmm. and all that so there, there's some vitality d- stacking true i've got a build for it don't worry um, i wish you could put extra points in that note that note would actually be good if you could do that it's me too it, i think i think it's a cool note i think i think using a shadow cleaver one-handed axe is pretty like cool with that th-
1: that's like one of the reasons that i really like you know how like we always say we don't like point dumps remember that
0: you just want extra points for like the things.
1: It. I'm regretting it. I'm regretting saying that because now they're doing the opposite where they're not giving us enough points to dump in. Like, for instance, this note, if you don't know on weapon specialists inside drive, mm-hmm. it has plus one physical damage per dexterity, plus one void per vitality with an axe and then plus one fire damage per attunement with a maze. You can't really build around that because plus one flat per one attribute is not enough to make it worth doing right. Especially since you can't convert Rive, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> you know, like you're saying. Brilliant. But if it was, if you could put three points in there, you can get like three void damage per vitality. You get it like hundred vitality. That that's your entire build. You don't need other. <laughs> <flat> <laughs> that back. might be a lot, but I, I, hear you, me, I hear you. I hear you. Well, okay, it could be like two or whatever.
0: Sure, but like, but that's a lot of investment to get to hundred yes. vitality. Let's be fair. And but, and and what you're describing right here is it's not inherently strong. It's a node that you spec into that allows you yeah. to build your character in a new way. And like, I don't, and I don't it, know about uh, actually putting you know, two points said, there. Like two points you know by
1: OP. You know how we're saying those plus level implicits are Yes. Yeah. It wouldn't be as it wouldn't be as bad if we. And so I, I know it's crazy because we've been complaining and complaining and complaining. And there, complaining there's a design philosophy about, that I
0: need to mention here in yeah. a second, but keep going.
1: We've been complaining about uh, freaking uh, point dumps and stuff. on... Co- but like point dumps are only point dumps if they're in nodes that suck. They're not point dumps if they're in nodes that are interesting. You know, like I wouldn't mind putting two extra points in, into this node.
0: Like So there, there's a design philosophy that EHG has. They want yeah. you to feel as though, you know, if only I could get one more point in this skill. Like they want you to feel like 25 points yeah. in a skill and six skills specced into. They want you to feel like that's what you want. So you can only have 5 of the 6 that you want, and you can only have 20 of the 25 points you want. So the skills that don't feel like that are mistakes, right? Like, things like Sprigganform. Yeah. You get, like, 3 skills, and then Ice Thorns, and then you don't really have a 5th skill, because you don't really have things to access as a Sprigganform. I and
1: think form. Rive passes that, because you want everything.
0: Oh, for sure. Rive's got a good skill tree. But like there's plenty of skill trees that don't pass that litmus test. So when you're thinking yeah. about,
1: you know... A <laughs> and Strike.
0: Like, uh, like yeah. I don't have a good fit skill that I want to use, or I've got 19 points in my skill tree and the 20th point doesn't really matter. Those are probably just design mistakes. Like, maybe, you know, maybe that's mm-hmm. the person missing something well, or not considering I mean, the it. The but...
1: thing is, is like, let's be real, a lot of
0: this is old, like we've said before. Yeah, like, you know, Volcanic whatever. Orb, just old at this point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, another thing that would help is, like, if we had those point dump nodes... Instead of it just being a point dump, you could also add those thresholds as well. Like, if you put enough points in this, you get oh, this. Oh, more thresholds, up.
0: please. Yeah. Yeah. How how would you feel about, uh, like, a node that's one out of one, but you can just, like, put a second point in it if you jump through some hoops?
1: Mm-hmm. That would be interesting. Or that would be, like... So, it could be an affix where... You know how like we have anoints, in Path of Exile mm-hmm. like an anoint, where it would literally say like, "Void, let's be real." Riot, right, add plus add one, plus one point. Yeah, plus one point of weapon specialist, and you'll have <sighs> to remember all the names. <laughs> but that would be cool. Like then it's like it, it overrides the limit. And mm-hmm. obviously they'd
0: only add the ones that
1: actually mm-hmm. make and you know sense. What? And,
0: and someday, you know, five or six years from now, that could be a league mechanic. Absolutely. It mm-hmm. could exist. Yeah. Yeah, man, that sounds so good. Doesn't it? Ooh, I want to play that league. Oh boy. I would Time do it. Hire me. All right. So we are, we are approaching one hour for our, uh, our conversation here on the podcast. Uh, I, I want to sneak in one more topic of conversation because I, I think it's going to be a short one. But I want to ask anyways. So I've been playing some hardcore recently and, you know, I, I died <clears throat> a couple times getting back in the swing of hardcore. And uh, while I was dying, I was also spending some time reading dialogue and catching up on all the lore of last epoch knowing what the hell is actually going on. I want to ask you, what is your theory about who the immortal emperor is? who it is yeah
1: oh oh i know it's obviously gregory the Groll. he's kind of uh,
0: angry No, come on no, <laughs>
1: right it's a joke come on I'm allowed to have a
0: joke. i would love to see more gregory the Groll in the future so i yeah go ahead
1: i think it's uh shoot you gotta give me a second because it's been a while since I i'll played. i'll give
0: you two names that might be on your mind it, uh, some people yeah. think it's grail grail is no, like not grail. Grail is like the buddy buddy with uh with zarek mm-hmm. and general hardon and then the other option would be mordidus mordidus is the guy you pulled the spear out of yeah. and he's uh he's like the son of hayrot and he hates humanity or something mm-hmm. mm. you think it's mordidus your team mordidus i, I don't know yet i i gotta remember I'm, I, I know that there's
1: someone interesting i thought of
0: i Someone in chat thinks it's you. There is a theory that it's like you from a different timeline. I do not think that's the case. But mm-hmm. uh it's it's kind of interesting like going through the storyline trying to figure out what's going on. Like there there seems to be this opinion that Grail is like some kind of himbo and he's not smart enough to actually become the immortal emperor or something. But my my theory currently <laughs> is that Grail is the immortal emperor. His armor set definitely matches the uh the armor set that the immortal emperor has it's got the same kind of aesthetic going on and you know he's got the buddy buddy relationship with all three of the other characters with julia or sorry julia um zarek and Harton, and it feels like like you go back in time and you talk to grail and you're like grail watch out this really bad thing is about to happen and this guy is going to take over the world and he's going to do it by doing this and he's going to and and like Like he's sitting there, and Grail's like, "Oh, is that true? How is he gonna do it? How? Oh, okay, okay, gotcha." Like he's taking notes. You tell him how to do it, and then he goes and takes over. I think it's him.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I can't remember who I thought it was gonna be. (laughs) It's like I'm trying to remember.
0: Well, playing through the uh, the campaign a couple more times recently, I like the uh, I I like the introduction of Yulia. I like you know how she. I feel like I'm, I'm only right now learning the lore after like 4,000 hours of playing this game. But Yulia is mm-hmm. like, Oh shit, we talked about this, you know, a thousand years befo- uh, ago. Weren't you taking notes? Didn't you remember that? And it's like, what? No. And you go back in time, you talked to it the first time. And like, I, I really like the time travel storyline of this game. And I'm kind of surprised by that. Cause time travel is a hard thing to pull off.
1: Yeah. I, I don't know. After, uh, after the multiplayer launch and all that after uh, Ulrich, uh yeah, I don't remember
0: anything after him because he was just that impactful I, <laughs> he's uh he's he's made <laughs> he's made people feel uh dehydrated uh, thirsty, you might say <laughs> yeah I, I hear you I hear you uh um, yeah, but like anyway, so like we have this new storyline stuff coming out presumably we're getting chapter 10 I, oh, I, I like
1: the alternate timeline stuff more i, I find those more interesting but that's what the whole model system is right yeah that's what it is i like the alternate timeline system mm-hmm. where you fuck things up and it's butterfly effect and all that you know I, I like the fact that there's like i like that there's a timeline where a bunch of grody shamans realize that they can like combine necrotic stuff with fire stuff and like, we're all over the world. And then you have a different timeline where they're doing the same thing, but it's like the, you know, the soul Fire Bastion or whatever. And then you have like, um, you have like uh, the timeline where like Rai's general decides, fuck you, Rai, and
0: does it instead. And then you have the timeline where Heyrod defeats Rai, but also kind of goes crazy yeah. and start defeating everyone else as well. Yeah, it's cool stuff. Yeah. I like it.
1: And then you have the Void Hearten That one's funny.
0: What's what chat? I know somebody watching here live is going to tell me what's the game that all the lore of last Epoch is based on. It's like Chrono Trigger or something. Is it Chrono Chrono Trigger? Trigger. I've been told that I should actually play Chrono Trigger someday. It's like the best, best storyline that Perry's never played before. So maybe you do that
1: while everyone else is off playing Diablo 4. Maybe,
0: maybe I'll do some variety content and actually play Chrono Trigger so I can compare and contrast the lore. That could be a fun thing to do.
1: Great. That'd be some great, uh, yeah some stuff for you to do because you're going to be heckin bored
0: <laughs> <laughs> i don't know like man we're still going to have the races going on presumably but i guess mm. we'll we'll find out exactly what the timeline is going to look like well, for 091 so, yeah, and like the, like the new ladder like,
1: like i said if like my my thing with it is is if they placed it a week before diablo 4 right hmm that might mean that it won't like they, they already stated that this is going to be a smaller patch, obviously right in scope and all that, but how much smaller are we talking here? You know what I mean? Like, do you think we're getting unique items? What do you think? Oh yeah. I I like the usual retinue of stuff, but we're, we're, you know, like we've been waiting for end game stuff and stuff like that. It's like, we're probably not going to get that. And since we're not going to get trade either, it's like going to be, essentially like a non update per se kind of like how like when they added the two extra dungeons Mm -hmm. last year and then we went, you know, like the thing is, is like the whole reason why the year like away felt so bad was it wasn't just a year. It felt like a year and a half because Because
0: the private, the previous because the
1: dungeon patch was kind of mid, per se mainly just because the dungeons in general i we've talked to death about those so i won't go into more detail here but essentially i really don't like how the dungeons are currently right
0: i hear you and you know what i, I feel like mm. we talked about that a couple times so i'm going to trim the conversation right there yeah exactly. but uh we yeah The next time we get an update for the dungeons, as soon as something changes with the dungeons, we will have an entire dungeon podcast episode once again. Well, in theory, um, I'm hoping if there's anything
1: crazy like that's like, like if they do a whole expose like tomorrow, we're obviously going to do another episode, right?
0: Oh, tomorrow. Sure. As soon as we get the emergency update. Sure. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But I think one of the things that I want to do in the future is like, uh, you know, we we had a lot of fun in the past doing a, a tier list episode of the podcast. So I guess whether you're watching this live or on YouTube or maybe just right now, start thinking about what kinds of stuff you might do in a tier list. We'll see if we can put together one of those episodes of the future of this uh, <laughs> this podcast here as well. Mm. So I think I think that about does it. dread thank you for sharing an hour with me. I know you're a busy guy, but I appreciate having your time here. Mm. And whether you're watching on YouTube, Spotify, or even live here in Twitch right now, I appreciate you hanging out. And we'll see you next time. Have a good night.
1: He's lying chat. He doesn't actually appreciate you guys. Come on now.